They've all seen that come on the market and then a sold sign goes up and you're like, what the hell happened here? That's the tail of the sale. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about one right now. Morning, Mark. Episode 470, where are we at? And we're talking about the tale of the sale. Um, we are. We are. Um, tale of the sale, a couple of couple of sold properties lately, but a particular an off-market sale, um, which happened to be a block record as well. So how does off-market and block record come into the same equation, Mark? It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a special one, I think, if I say so myself. Uh, I... I, I um... I laugh whenever agents use the word block record because I'm like, I don't know, like lately it's it's every agency hero, mate, you're not a hero because yeah. the market, do you know what I mean? Like it's sort of agents are trying to take the, <laughs> the glory for this incredible property market. It's an incredible yeah. property market. There's no, you know, it's you, mate, you haven't done that good. It's just yeah. been uh, COVID's helped you. Um, and a, a population of 28 million has helped you. A super low interest rate has helped you. A, yeah. um, uh, it's interesting. So block record. But may you smash that one out of the ballpark. So what's the address? So we had a, uh, a property at 611, 697 Pitwater Road. So a development in DY known as the Carlisle, which Novak has had the pleasure of selling off the plan. And um, we, we've sold a couple more. In fact, we've sold three this year now, Mark. So we're the, we've, we've, we've done three and four months in the Carlisle. But we had an, on, uh, an off-market one, um, which was sold in one day. Pre-market. Pre-market, literally $0 marketing spend. Well, off, so what's the difference between pre-market and off-market? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say it was pre-market, not off-market, because we just didn't get to the market. It wasn't going to be an off-market campaign. We'd exchanged yeah. contracts before the ad had gone live, so um, it just it just worked. It worked well for everyone though. It wasn't just the agent selling it in one day. It wasn't just a happy vendor. It worked out for the owners, the buyer, the tenant, and for the agency as well. So there are four parties that won in that transaction. Okay, and just out of interest, what is the difference between off market and pre market for everyone? For anyone who doesn't know, so off market, no formal marketing whatsoever. Would you agree with that? Pre market. Well, I think yeah, I think off off market. I agree. Off market's when you take a buy to someone that's not selling, and deal yeah. done, deal done. That's that's just like. There was just no, it just didn't hit the radar, not socially, not emails, not signboard, not nothing. That, that's a that's an off market is like just off the grid completely. Yeah. Um, Pre-market, pre um, an agent will use a lot of their tools without hitting the major portals, which is realestate.com and domain.com.au. Why is that such an effort or a big thing? Well, it's a it's normally two and a half, three grand to put a put it on realestate.com.au. 
and it's probably two grand to put it on domain.com.au so that the seller saves five g's um if and then why would you do that why would you save the money to because it could cost you a lot more i guess they just so overwhelmed by what a huge price it is they go we're not going to get that on the major portals either let's sell it that that's what you've done here yeah well it's a good opportunity to it's explained in lots of different ways but dipping your toe in the water and seeing getting a test a feel for the market um, in some circumstances like this one, the market is can just be one buyer and it can all come together. Um, this was a, a marriage of a, a buyer that was looking for the building and one of the agents in the office had a, uh, had a, had a um, appraisal in there that they were looking to sell. So it all sort of married up together um, and it enabled the timelines to, to sync for, for all parties. And tell me... Um that the type of people that sold are an investor or owner occupiers uh investor so it was a it was a tenanted property they'd been talking about when to sell how how to work best with the timings of tenants moving in and out etc um yeah it was an investment they bought it off the plan in 2017 um yep they're great assets the 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 units in the carlisle um i think that's fair to say and they rent really well but like everything. So DY, um, how many meters squared internal? Internal, 51. 51. That's got to be the, one of the greatest sale prices for a 51 meter squared property in the whole of the Northern Beaches. So 51 meters squared. Now, it was a one better or it had a little it, cinema or something, didn't it? It was, in addition it was to a the one, one bedroom. Correct. Yeah, it was a one better. Um, the, the one, the bathroom was an ensuite, which I found quite interesting, Mark. It wasn't a, um, sort of open, opened, however you describe it, bathroom. Um, it had a small sort of cinema study room. They've described them as when, uh, when we went through the Carlisle sales. So it really was just a, it was a nice one better. Don't get me wrong. It was stunning, but small North facing, which was one of its good traits or characteristics. Um, and it had the Pitwater Road address as well. So 920,000 for a 51 meter squared unit with an ensuite. Um, but it had, like I must admit for, from a buyer's perspective, it was, I would rather buy this than a than an old two bedroom unit. Like this, this was just kitted out, beautiful. Um, yeah. Had a view had a view so straight down the, the the carlisle is on the other side of pitwater road but it's straight down howard avenue so if you're on that northern side of the of the build you do have a view down howard avenue that passes you into where there's a little bit of an ocean view so it's a, it is a nice aspect it's probably one of the nicer in the building i wouldn't go as far as saying it's the nicest but it's probably right up there so it had a couple of really strong traits, north facing, a bit of a partial ocean view, um, a nice north facing balcony. But other than that, very, very normal. And um, Lisa just mentioned we got, um, I got two, a bit over two million for a unit in Queenscliff two years ago, which was a one better. Um, that wow. was, that was, uh, that's still got the record for the big highest price one better ever paid on the Northern Beaches. Just saying, you know, not showing off or anything. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so who bought this place? Because 
I guess the type of person that would that would spend so much money on a one better, these guys want quality, yeah, because they could yep. have got a like an average two better. Um, tell us about them. So the way this this sale came about, as I was in the court talks with the owners about where how's the market going, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, uh, we had a rental inquiry from a lady who said, "Hi guys, just putting the fiddlers out there. I've just sold." Um, and I'm looking to buy a one, one better or two better. Um, definitely in the Carlisle building needs to be north facing. Um, so I jumped on that inquiry before any other agent could take it because in our office we have an internal system where you can, um, depending on the time frames, you can take other inquiries. But it was just perfect synergy. And so she was a, she unfortunately had been divorced. She and her partner had sold. They sold a beautiful apartment in Narrabeen. Um, and they settled on they settled from their sale on the 11th and she settles on her new apartment purchase on the 11th the two-week settlement how good is that and yeah, yeah. so it, we um the nice thing is that when you're selling with us or buying with us um, you will get if you send an email inquiry through 24 hours a day you will get a real agent coming back to you generally within nine minutes that's then them's the rules um so well service client and um that's good so just she that's pretty targeted eh? it was it was there was a lot of there were a lot of moving parts it could have gone wrong in so many ways and places but yeah i'm i'm proud of it because as i say everyone won in that scenario it wasn't no 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 one was burned it wasn't bitter it was just a really good transaction that turned out being really clean and she gets her absolute dream property owners got their dream price that they weren't sure they could achieve given that they bought at the top of the market um it's a good result I'm really happy and you know another, another thing um as an agency perspective you had you had that transparency of the inquiry so you could actually see the the and quality and qualify that inquiry that was coming through so um it was talk about putting the right ball into the right catcher's mitt um at that time that is um that's a cracker yeah it was it was really really good and um tenants were in the process at the very end of their lease sorry go on yeah database database yeah well that's all it is and it really is just taking a bit of a more putting a bit more weight into the interests of the people that you're talking to understanding their situation this lady had a timeline she had to work with she was she was moving out settling on her property in three weeks when we first started talking and wow. this this yeah and it was it was james if we if i don't find something can you find something for me to rent short term like i, I don't want to have to move twice there's all of these things happening um so yeah she she and i now have a, a really good relationship and um yeah she's i just it's hard You're to put for myself yeah we're basically dating now <laughs> just just a question with an owner selling a property and not going to an open house how does one know that they got the best price so how would this owner feel warm and fuzzy about this price like i know i know that you, we sit there and say 51 meter squared selling for nine hundred twenty thousand. that is incredible but 
as an owner, don't you have this reservation that if you did go to realestate.com.au or domain.com.au, you could have gotten more for the property? Don't you have this of like, we should have gone to one or two open houses and seen what the market's going to say? Yeah. How do you deal well, with that emotion when you're an owner? How do you explain that, it as an agent? That's a really good question. And um, you could probably you could probably articulate that better than I could. But I think it's just having trust and and being very forthcoming with the information you provide them from the get-go. Um, 920 was a difficult price to get, but we, we got it because we had the right buyer that wanted it. It was, it, was a, it was a perfect synergy. I don't think in any normal situation you would get that. The price guide was not 920. The price guide was substantially below that figure. Um, it, what was it? What were you guiding for price to buyers out there? 840 yeah wow so it was it was so when it, the owner really got got hit with some a pretty heavy high hard offer before it even had the opportunity to go to an open house or to go to a major portal um yeah. in addition it, to support the owner's decision making there were other sales like fortunately this building has 85 units um so and fortunately there's been a lot of sales in the last week uh, or th or month um, yeah. in that building. So I guess with that visibility as well, um, knowing what everyone else in the market is actually sold yeah. for, I think can make that owner feel pretty good because there was other ones of that were 55 metres squared that were selling it yeah. at um, 805 and, eight, and 800. So when an yeah. owner gets 920, um, because I think sometimes as a seller, you think, you idiot, why didn't you do an open house? Why didn't you put a signboard up? Why didn't you put on realestate.com.au? But not an idiot here. Like it's, I think it's a, a clever a, a clever buyer offering a premium for it to go prior and a clever yeah. seller taking that premium. Yeah. Well, that's it. And it's, it's all in how it was framed up from the start that if you're going to be the one person that comes through the property, unfortunately, on the, gu on the guide level just won't, it's never going to do the deal, so we do have to be at the top end of the scale. And fortunately, she loved the property, and it worked out for everyone. So, yeah, it was um, it was it was a it was a happy and and I think I think probably one of my nicest moments in real estate, not because of making the sale, but because of how it helped the buyer and how it helped the, the vendors in in the time frame that it did. I think that's yeah, that's given me the best feeling that that the job is so far done, two years in. Tale of the sale, hope that- Tale of the sale. It's good to brought, it's good to get it out there, just to, even just to, ch to, to chat to you about it, Mark. It's interesting, it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of this one. I'm gonna hold this one closely. And I'm gonna say, I'll, I won't be saying block record, but I'll, um, yeah, I'll have it in the back of my mind. <laughs> Block record or street records, like whoa. But you know, I, again, I really do feel passionately about that. Like we are, um, we are, like I, I think that you know, like I don't want to take away from agents thunder, but I, I um, of getting great prices. Um, yeah. But I, I do often think when when something's sold, like we've just got to be really conscious because. You know, the person there's someone out there that's bought that property, and we don't we don't want to make them 
<laughs> we don't want to make them feel stupid for paying a high price. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I think there's someone selling that property, and you know, we want to we want to you know fly the flag as well. But I think reporting prices to to, to the marketplace, I think as um, we've just got to be really careful with because we. We've got to manage so many people's feelings. Lisa says we change lives. Don't forget that. Um, it's I true. So I some, sorry, Mark. Something that's been happening, it's been prevalent in the last three months, four months, five months, six months. With the market moving in the direction that it has, it's been a prime time for there, there being record sales and, and you know selling hundreds of thousands over reserve. It's great to say it out loud. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you've done a good job. But every other person that's looking at that, or 50% of the people, they're buyers that have probably been burned by the process. And then it takes, it takes away your credibility as well. It's in a good cool point, man. In, in its own way, it does. Because they're, why is he bragging about selling something for $500,000 more than his reserve price? Why wasn't his price here and there? It's, <laughs> it, it, it's I true. I was having a conversation with uh, another buyer uh, for another property that we have that we're exchanging on today, and he was talking about how there was a a guide of a, a guide of two point one, and this and the property selling for two point eight seven or something like that. And fair enough for a phenomenal house, but what agent put a two point one guide on a two point nine million dollar property is the question in this market. Anyway, yeah, food, 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 I, and look, food. I, I, you know, the the agent great, but who I really care about is those fifty people that came, um, potentially got misled when uh, the agent knew um, yeah. that it was gonna it was gonna reach two five or two four. This, like, you know what 15, I mean? So 15. even though it goes for two eight, like give some sort of you know, yeah, yeah. Well, like I think he mentioned it was about 14 or 15 registered parties at the auction. Uh, three of them bid because the other, the other 11 basically stormed out of the auction in the end because the, the numbers just flew up so high. They'd spent all this time. They got emotionally invested. They got contract changes. You know, they've invested some, some, some flesh and blood into the, themselves. And then they, within a split second of the auction being opened, they're already out of the price. <laughs> and when you're a, when you're a buyer, you know you've been screwed, or you know that auction genuinely just went bananas by the yeah. way that campaign was conducted. Most in most parts, because I think that um, sometimes as an agent, I see price indicators 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 on a property, and I'm like, mate, you got to be kidding me! There is no chance in hell it's going to go for that. It's actually going to go for this. Um, yeah. And guess what? When it sells at auction, it does go for what I'm saying. So it's like you ran that whole four weeks, God will, knowing that that you know that you were going to get five hundred grand more. Now the problem is most of the buyers actually that came through that campaign know that as well. And like you're a buffet, Mister Real Estate Agent, but there are some buyers that just don't know. They've just started and they go through and go and just buy. Buy building inspections for five hundred bucks. Spend money on 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 the on inspections and checking the contract with it. Not even with a chance. Not even with yeah. a chance. So anyway, that's another topic we can talk about all day that's long. Another, yeah, and it's yeah, that's a very interesting one. But um, mate, have a good day today, Friday. Hope everyone enjoyed that this morning, and um, we'll see you next time. See you, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>